Ethics of Islam Preface Let's start the book with the name of Allah. Name of Allah is the best refuge. His blessings can never be measured nor calculated. He is the Lord, most compassionate and forgiving. Allah Ta'ala pities all human beings in the world. He creates and sends everyone the blessings they need. He also teaches them how to use these blessings to attain happiness of this world and the next. Imam Arabani, Rahimahullahu Ta'ala, in his 259th letter, informs us that those disbelievers who never heard of Islam will not be punished in hell. They will be annihilated along with the animals after their judgment. People who hear about Islam and ponder about it and then accept it will be blessed with paradise. He gave a lifelong time span for pondering. He forgives those who become believers after lapsing into disbelief and deviation, which are mostly consequent upon self-deceit, which in turn is exacerbated by evil company, seditious books, and subversive radio and television broadcasts. He saves them from eternal disasters. He does not show the path of salvation to tyrants, wicked and depraved people. He lets them stay in the pit of denial that they have fallen into and which they like and desire. In the next world, he will forgive whom he wishes among the believers who deserve to go to hell and will send them to paradise after they are punished in hell for their sins. He is the only one who creates all living beings, keeps them in existence every moment, and protects them against fear and horror. If anyone thanks and praises anyone else at any time and at any place for any reason, these thanks and praise thus paid belong to Allah Ta'ala by rights, for He is the only one who creates and sends all kinds of blessings and goodness. If He would not remind, create, and give strength, no one could ever do any goodness or harm to anyone else. Only what He wills comes into existence. No one can do anything against His will. May our prayers for and greetings be to His beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who is the most beautiful and highest of all human beings in all respects, be also upon all of his progeny, relatives, and companions. Ridwanullahi ta'ala alayhim ajma'in who radiate good morals and knowledge. Muslims are required to learn Islamic knowledge. It is divided into two branches, religious knowledge and scientific knowledge. The scientific knowledge is called wisdom, hikmat. Our Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, said, Wisdom is the lost property of a Muslim. He should pick it up wherever he may find it. This hadith commands us to learn scientific knowledge. Religious knowledge is made up of twenty sub-branches, eight of which contain teachings of a higher level, and the remaining twelve consist of teachings of a subsidiary nature. One of the teachings of a higher level deals with ethics. A Muslim who has good morals and is advanced in the scientific knowledge of his time is called a civil or a progressive Muslim. 
Alternately, a person who is advanced in scientific knowledge and has established basic industries, and yet who has poor morals, is called a tyrant, a regressive person, a bandit, or a dictator. Those who are lagging behind in the scientific knowledge and arts and have poor morals are called savages or vulgar people. Civilization means building cities and serving human beings. This can be accomplished through scientific knowledge, arts, and beautiful morals. In short, when the scientific knowledge and arts are accompanied with beautiful morals, it is called civilization. A civilized person uses scientific knowledge and arts for serving humanity. Alternately, tyrants use them for torturing. We can see that a true Muslim is a progressive person. Unbelievers are retrogressive and miserable people. It is apparent that civilization means constructing buildings and developing cities. This is only possible through science and technology. Advancement in technology is due to addition of new ideas to the ideas of the previous generations. Peoples living in peace and comfort is only possible through ethics of Islam. Learning Islamic knowledge as much as necessary is an obligatory duty. Fathers, for every Muslim. Islamic scholars have written numerous books on this subject. The following books on the subject of ethics are well known. Akhlaqi Nasiri by Nasruddin i Muhammad Tusi. Akhlaq i Jalali by Jalal Adin i Muhammad Dawani and Akhlaq i Musini by Hussein Waiz i Kashifi of Herat. We translated the first chapter of this last book from the book Berika, written by Abu Sa'id Muhammad Hadimi, Rahimahullahu Ta'ala. In the first chapter of this book, we will deal with unacceptable poor morals, rejected by Islam and their prescribed cures. Poor morals are due to maladies of the spiritual heart. They cause infinite death and destruction of the heart, qalb and the soul, ruh. In the second chapter of this book, we will describe the meaning of ethics, akhlaq, and its varieties, borrowing from the beginning chapters of the book, akhlaq i alayhi, written in Turkish by Ali bin Amrullah Rahimahullahu Ta'ala, who passed away in 979 Hijri, 1572 A.D., in Edirne, Turkey. The young corrupt youngsters who read this book will understand and realize that their ancestors were healthy people with good morals. They were also industrious, civilized, and progressive people. By learning the truth about their ancestors, they will not be misguided by the lies and slanders of their enemies. The name of the author of the book, Akhlaq An-Nasiri, was Nasiruddin i Muhammad Tusi. He was born in Hijri 597 in the city of Tus, Mashhad, and passed away in Hijri 672, 1273 AD, in Baghdad. He belonged to the Shiite sect of Muslims. He was one of the people who were instrumental in Hulagu's destruction of Baghdad and carnage of hundreds of thousands of Muslims. He became the Prime Minister of Hulagu. 
he founded a new library with the capacity of 400,000 books and a planetarium and an academy. He wrote many books. Jalal Adini Muhammad Dawani Rahima Hulahu Tayala was born in 829 Hijri and passed away in 908 Hijri, 1503 AD, in Shiraz. He is one of the most profound among the Islamic scholars. He wrote many books. His book, Akhlaq-i-Jalali, is in Persian. Its eighth printing was accomplished in 1304 Hijri, 1882 AD, in India. It has been translated into English. Hussein Waizi Kashifi, Rahima Hulahu Te'ala, was a preacher in the city of Herat. He passed away in Hijri 910, 1505 A.D. in Herat.